0: You are listening to the PBL Podcast, Politics and Brown Liquor. Your host here, Eve Vanderbilt, with his trusted canine co-host, Woody, where we bring it to you raw, unfiltered, with no chaser. Well, Woody, we, uh, as we record this, we have 11 days left. And what I mean by that, Woody, I mean you know you're a smart dog. Is we have 11 days until the Electoral College meets and votes for the President of the United States of America. Now I know the left doesn't get this because they think Biden is the President-elect already. He's not. I mean I, I get it. Semantics are very very difficult for the left because they 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 basically spend all their decisions on emotions. They use emotions for just about everything. They wear the emotions on their sleeves, and they get angry. They get euphoric. I mean, they're just up and down all the way. They're just not that bright. Woody, you know that. Um, So anyway, here's what's going to happen in 11 days. The electoral college meets, and for you leftists out there, just so you know, this is all spelled out in the Constitution of the United States. You know, the law of the land, the supreme law of the land is the Constitution of the United States. And so in 11 days, it's very spelled out spelled out, that the Electoral College meets and votes for President of the United States. December 14th, that's it, no matter what happens. So they're going to meet, and either Biden gets 270-plus electoral votes, then, then, then officially he will be a, a President-elect, because he's not right now. He's just simply not the President-elect, and there is no such thing as an office of the President-elect. It's all BS to make you think that there's some kind of authority here. It's all PR. It's all marketing. So if Biden gets the 270-plus in the Electoral College, he's the president-elect. Then on January 20th, he's inaugurated, he's the president. If Trump gets the 270-plus in the Electoral College, he's again the president-elect, as well as still the sitting president. And then January 20th, he's inaugurated to be the president again. He continues his term. So if neither of these gentlemen uh, can get to 270, then it goes to the House. Now, if it goes to the House, it's not the House of Representatives votes. Each state gets a vote. One vote for president, one vote for vice president. And whoever gets the most votes is your president and your vice president. And so what that means is Trump has a pretty good chance because the Republicans, I believe, control 26 or 27 of the states right now. So this is going to happen regardless, ladies and gentlemen. So 11 days for everything to go, everything to happen. And what has to happen in 11 days is for Trump to win the election, is he's going to have to either flip a state or prevent a state from getting to the Electoral College so neither candidate can get to 270 electoral votes. It's that simple. Now, you leftists may not like it. You may think it's underhanding, but it's not. It's process. It's all process. This is how the Constitution's written. And what the Trump team and the can- Trump campaign is doing is they are utilizing all avenues that they can, every, every tool in their toolbox to win the election based on, the rule of law. If you think they're breaking the law, I'd like to hear it. If you think the Trump campaign is breaking the law, come on, let's see some evidence. But what we see is ample evidence. I mean, tons and tons of evidence of voter irregularity. and Hey, I'll just call it voter fraud. So you've got all these hearings that have happened. And by the way, as I'm recording this, there's a hearing going on in Georgia. Georgia started their hearings. Michigan just ended their hearings they had 2 days of hearings. And I'm going to play some video and audio from the Michigan hearings that is just like wow. But and then uh, of course Pennsylvania had their hearings and I'm not sure if Wisconsin's going to have it. We read if Wisconsin's going to have a hearing as well. But here's what a, a real cursory view of what's going on. Wisconsin just finished their count. Now, the Trump campaign has filed some lawsuits to challenge some of the ballots. And how, you know, they need to knock out 20,000 ballots. If they knock out 20,000 ballots for votes for Biden, they win the state. The state the state recertifies. Just because a state certifies doesn't mean that's final. It can recertify. That's Wisconsin. In Pennsylvania, they had the hearings. They were very explosive. Uh, the The Republican state legislatures have asked and have submitted paperwork and started the process to take over control of the electors so they will decide which electors go, not the votes, not the people. Oh, my gosh, the left is going to go crazy because you just said, no, the people. You mean the people don't get a vote? They don't get a say? Okay, I know this is so difficult for people on the left, and I, I just I wish it wasn't. I wish they would just open their mind and actually read The Constitution of the United States of America? Nowhere in the Constitution of the United States of America do you have a right to vote for President of the United States. That's not how it's written. It's very clear. In the Constitution of the United States, it's up to the states to decide. So the Constitution outlines the electoral college process, but then it punts it back to the states of how they elect their electors. Which who who are going to the Electoral College, whether it be electors for one candidate or another candidate, every state, each state individually have their own right to decide that. So if in case Pennsylvania, they just had all these votes and let's say right now we know the votes according to the media, according to the numbers we see. Biden has more votes. But if the state legislatures say, wait a minute, there are some voter irregularities. We are requesting that we get the power to decide because they have that power anyway, as written into the Constitution. They can do that. I mean, it's this is the thing about the presidential election in the United States. It is not. The president is not elected by the people. The president is not elected by a popular vote. The president is elected by the Electoral College. And each state can dictate how they send electors to the Electoral College to vote for the President of the United States. I know this is difficult for you leftists. I really do. And I, and I, I, really, I have sympathy for you. I really do. Actually, no, I don't. Not, not, not as as some of the vitriol that I get, uh, specifically on my YouTube channel. I mean, you guys are just nasty. I don't give you any quarter whatsoever. You're just nasty. You can go burn in hell for all I care. So, and, no, did I really mean that? Did I really mean that leftists can burn in hell? Let me see. Let me check my notes. Let this burn in. Oh, gosh, I think I did. Oh, it's written right here. But anyway, let's move on. So Pennsylvania, a lot going on in Pennsylvania right now. That hasn't played out yet. Uh, In Michigan, we just had these hearings, which were bombastic. They were just, wow, wow. What do you hear some of the testimony? And then in Georgia, we got the testimony going on right now. And There's several thousand ballots in Georgia from their recount, and they're not done. Georgia's not done with the recount yet. Because Fulton County, if you're familiar with if you're familiar with elections in Atlanta or in Georgia, Fulton County, I swear I've lived in Georgia for a long time now. I love Georgia. Um, originally from California, I would I would. There's no other state right now I would rather be in than Georgia. I absolutely love love my adopted home state of Georgia. It's a wonderful state. I mean, the history in this state is phenomenal. We are the 13th colony of the 13th colony. That alone to me is cool as crap. But anyway. Fulton County is the worst. Every every election I can remember, Fulton County is always the last. Always the last to report result, results, and there seems to always be issues. So, currently, what we're dealing with in Fulton County is a server crash, a Dominion server crash, and we won't even get into Dominion again. I mean, I've already showed you the content that the, the the connections to Dominion and the communist Chinese. I mean, Dominion's corrupt. We should have never used that company. These, these secretary of states across the nation should have done more due diligence to realize that what they were dealing with was not an honest actor. The Dominion Voting Systems Company, in my opinion, uh, are not honest actors. They, we should have never used a company whose headquarters is out of a foreign land. We should have never used the company that wrote their software, some of it, not all of it, I'm sure, but created their, worked on their software in Serbia, okay? It's just, no, we should have never gone down the path with this company. If we didn't, we may not be in the situation we're in right now, but here we are. So anyway, Michigan, let's get into the Michigan um, hearings yesterday and play you some of the clips for these people. Now, with that said, let me tell you about these people. Uh, They are average Americans. Uh, Actually, I'm wrong about that. I, I apologize. I apologize for calling them average Americans. They are extraordinary Americans. They have put it all on the line for you. And I know the left, because they just don't understand honor, and uh, they just don't understand dignity, and they don't, they don't understand how somebody can have a conviction to their nation, to their country like this. And um, what they understand is power. They just want it to go their way or no way. And if it doesn't go their way, then you're a, you know, a bad name. Some of the names that I've been called, I'm not even going to repeat on here because they're just vicious. I mean, the vitriol that comes from the left—they're nothing but petulant children. And and if you can tell, I'm a little—you know—my my 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 respect for people on the left right now, based on you know coming out of this process, is lower than I ever thought it could be. People on the left—and that's not everybody, by the way—that votes Democrat. Don't get me wrong, but those. Numnuts, those idiots who think that socialism is a good thing. I mean, I remember interacting with one such numbnut that actually said that communism, uh, the reason it hasn't worked, I mean, you've heard these stories, the reason it hasn't worked is because the right person hasn't done it. He actually said that. Those people do exist. That's not just made up fallacies. Those people do exist. And he actually said the reason it hasn't worked is the people who tried communists in the past, like Lenin, Stalin, Mao, um, have all done it too fast. (laughs) I'm not kidding. I'm not making this up. they all done it too fast, and they need incremental socialism to get there. Those are the people on the left that I uh, simply abhor. So in these hearings, uh, I'm going to play you some clips and we'll talk about each one of these clips. The first one is this gentleman. He's 62 years old. He talks about his passion and why he's coming forward. And again, these extraordinary Americans have put everything on the line. They have given up so much to, to get the truth out there. And I know the left can't wrap their brain around They think they're all lying. And they haven't explained why they're all lying. And how can so many of them be lying? But the left doesn't care about that. They simply do not care. They look at these people as they're all liars. They're cheats. They're doing something. They're crooked. Someone's paying them or they're doing it for fame, notoriety, when they're actually risking their lives. Now, you know, the Declaration of Independence, several of the men who signed that lost lost their wealth. Some lost their lives. These individuals doing this are patriots. They're extraordinary Americans. Would you? Would you put yourself out there like this? Would you go in front of the world? Would you go in front of this vicious media that we had called the mainstream media? Would you would you allow yourself to be vilified? Would you allow yourself to experience all the vitriol that the left has? These people put themselves on the line. They are extraordinary Americans. They are not politicians. They are not media pundits. They are Americans who are standing up for what they believe. They saw something. And hey, what they saw may not have been fraud, but they saw something and they came forward. These are extraordinary Americans. This gentleman here, uh, I want you to listen to him. He does, say, he does get one thing wrong, which I'll, I'll discuss on the uh, backside of the clip.
1: Say that they're not convinced and want a forensic audit done in several counties.
2: Wayne, McComb, Oakland, Kent and my Antrim County Show us the facts. We want to see the ballots. We want to see the poll books. We want to see the cables, the tabulators. We want to see it all. And if you prove to us, Mr. Biden, with all due respect, we'll accept you as our president. We will accept you as our senators and our state representatives to heal this state and to heal this country. I have not lived for 62 years with kids grandkids and great grandkids to see this election stolen which is what we believe prove us wrong all you have to do is that auditing of the books the ballots in full disclosure with a democrat a republican and independent jocelyn benson governor whitmer mr biden in the room if you do that the truth will be shown and our land will be healed. But until you do it, we're not going to buy it.
0: So, I mean, you heard the passion of his voice. Uh, where I, I disagree a little bit with what he said is, he said, prove us wrong. It's not about proving us wrong. It's about explain these irregularities. Explain how this happened. Explain all these ballot drops. Explain all the, the voter fraud allegedly that we see. It shouldn't be, you can't prove a negative. It's not about proving us wrong. It, and, it's, it's, and it's not about proving us right. It's about, hey, here's what we outlined as, as irregularities. Explain these how do you explain this how do you explain how do you explain the dumps the the biden dumps and i'm not talking about you know what he does every morning after a cup of coffee i'm talking about the phys- the ballot dumps that happen in the wee hours of the morning how do you explain that how do you explain uh, the in, he's from he said he's from Atrum county How do you explain there was a software glitch? And I know they've tried to explain it, but the explanation is not good enough. And I'm sorry, it's just not. Because here's where this gentleman is from, Atrium County. Here's what happened. It was either 3,000 or 6,000 votes. There's different stories on that. But let's stay with the 3,000. We'll give you the benefit of the doubt. 3,000 votes were switched from Trump to Biden. And they say it was human error. And the human error they said it was was because a county clerk did not upgrade software so you're trying to tell me that a county clerk didn't upgrade software and if they by not upgrading the software the votes switched from one candidate to the other that means that software was written these are the kind of things that they haven't explained and we get time and time and stuff like that and then the the left all they want to do is attack all they want to do is attack but this lady This lady, this is the moment in the hearing, for me at least, that I thought, whoa. So you've got, and by the way, the Michigan hearing, because I know the left have been saying, these are not hearings. These are not hearings. They're in a ballroom. They're in a hotel room. Well, this was not. This was in chamber. You had Democrats and you had Republicans there. And. They, the Democrats were just again, just what Democrats do. Now this lady, Representative Cynthia A. Johnson, um, she accuses a witness in Michigan. She accuses all of them of lying. She says they're all liars, by the way. But listen to what one of the witnesses said about that.
3: Order. What right. the concerns a are. Do you have a point of order. I'm sorry. Do you have a point of order? Yes. What is your point of order? Point of order is to have them under oath. You're out of order. As I've said, this is something that is not done here in this state. Um, It's really only. uh, It may not be done under the state, but you're allowing people to come in here and lie, and
0: I know they're lying.
3: Representative, uh, you're out of order. I've given, I've indulged
1: you, but you're out of order, and we're going to move on. Uh, On behalf of my witnesses, I would like to point out that every single witness we've presented here has sworn an affidavit as to all of these facts.
2: And so,
3: representative, please, uh, I gave you some room there, but we're gonna move on. Uh, we're gonna go May, may I say
2: something, please? Sure. If that is what you want me to do, I would do it.
0: And I will still repeat the exact same thing I watched. And you know what, I also wanna say one
2: thing. If it is a lie, it may change because a liar has to have a lot of memory power. If it is truth, you can ask me in the middle of the night it'll still be the same.
0: All right. I'm going to take this here, uh, please. Absolutely. I mean, spot on. She is so right. I mean, one is there's two things that happened here. The uh, rep, what was her name again? Cynthia A. Johnson um, said they're all liars. And they, they want them to be. They're not under oath. They want them under oath. Well, they are. They they've already filed an affidavit under oath. All of them. They've filed an affidavit under oath. And that's not what this hearing was about, as the chairman told her. But then the witness stepped up and said that. Wow. She absolutely right. If it is truth, you can ask me in the middle of the night, and it would still be the same. If she is lying, the story will change over time. If she's not lying, then the story stays the same now here this witness um let's see if I can find her name uh, she she's taken a lot of flack, a lot of flack, and i'll explain that in a minute, so let me go ahead and play this witness and she someone asked her why do not more people have come up, and thousands of people by the way there I think Giuliani has over a thousand affidavits, so they asked this one witness why more people have not come up, and her answer was spot on
3: Camp representative Camillary is asking is um perhaps why why is it that more people and i know we have a couple here today uh, but why is it that we're not having more people come forward i mean it seems like if there I'll was tell you widespread fraud that you know we'd have dozens and dozens of I'll
1: people i'll tell you why mm-hmm. my life has been destroyed my life has been completely destroyed because of this. I've lost family, I've lost friends, I've been threatened. I've been th- my kids have been threatened. My I've I've had to move. I've had to change my phone number. I've had to get rid of social media. I've there nobody wants to come forward. They're getting threatened. The people their lives are getting ruined. I can't even get an actual job anymore. Hmm. I can't. <laughs> because Democrats like to ruin your lives. Thank That's you. why. Thank All right. You.
3: All right. Let's uh,
1: just like they do to Trump.
0: Democrats like to lo- ruin your life, just like they do to Trump. That was Melissa Carone, by the way. And the media has already gone after Ms. Carone. They've basically said she's a drunk. Rudy Giuliani is allowing witnesses that are drunk, but she wasn't. She was there for a while, you know, this hearing went on for 3 some 3 hours and plus. And she was just passionate about it. And you know, again, these aren't pundits, these aren't media talking heads, these aren't politicians. These are extraordinary Americans who have come forward come forward because they saw something that didn't seem right to them and they want their story to be told because they don't believe in what happened in this election either they don't believe that it was an honest election and you know what if it was if it was one or two but again it's not it's a lot now um Ms. Carone had more to say. Uh, this is the clip, by the way, that the left went after her about. This is the clip that, that those vicious assholes in the media, those sanctimonious assholes in the media are going, looking at this clip and say, well, Rudy Giuliani shouldn't have put somebody up there who is drunk. They actually called her drunk. They said she was drunk. Vicious. That's the media. That's our mainstream media. They look down on you if you're an American. If you're a so-called average American, but you're not, you are an extraordinary American. These are extraordinary Americans. Listen to her basically call out another state senator. And uh, he's a Republican, by the way. But Listen to Ms. Corona in this clip.
3: That, that's not the what
4: case. What did you guys do? Take it and
1: uh, do something crazy to it?
4: <laughs> I'm just saying the numbers are not off by 30,000 votes. So, I know are what you I saw that they're filling in I know
1: what I saw and I signed something saying that if I'm wrong I can go to prison okay. did you
0: oh I love this woman I do uh, Melissa you are a treasure a true treasure don't let uh, what the media is trying to do the character assassinations they do don't let them I just don't let them bring you down. You are a true American, and I thank you for what you did and what you're doing because you're putting yourself out there. And there is, I am almost certain there is going to be somebody that's going to reach out and help this woman as far as employment because she mentioned that earlier. early. Clip she can't even find a job because of this. This is what the left does. But listen to this. This is back to Cynthia Johnson, uh, because she is, you know, above it all. She is so woke that she wears her rainbow color, you know, scarves or whatever that is she's wearing. She is so just, I mean, she's righteous. Listen to what she does and what she's asking of this witness.
2: Okay. Good evening.
0: Good
4: evening, Ms. Johnson. You. Your name is Jesse. Jacob. Je, Jesse Jacobs? Is that your birth name? Okay. My first name is Jesse. When I was married, my husband's last name is Jacob. When I got married in 1983, 37 years ago, I had my maiden name. That's my dad's house name. It's a long name. Can you spell it, please? I Z H A K E K E R A.
3: Representative, uh, what is your question, please? I'm asking the question. Well, please ask. She gave a lot of
2: information. I just I want to know who she is.
3: Uh, representative, please, it's, it's reasonable to ask the name of the person. Yes. I'm with you there, but now that you know it. What's what, your fir- what was your first name? What- Jesse. Jesse.
4: J-E-S-S-Y. Not
3: E. J-E-S-S-Y. Thank you very much. Okay, now please move on to your question, Representative. That's it. You asked okay. that one. Thank you.
0: Uh, representative. So did you catch what just happened there? All she wanted to know was her name. She just doxed the woman. She did this to dox her. Now, And, and, and by the way, she, this woman, if I'm not mistaken, she opened up the testimony. Very soft-spoken lady, again, telling what she saw. And this representative, Cynthia A. Johnson, uh, all she wanted to know was the exact spelling of her name. Now, why do you think that is? That's so people can go after. You see what the left does here? You see how vicious they are? And now listen to this guy. This is another leftist uh, representative, state legislator, I believe it is, up in Michigan. And he tries to take a swap at um, Giuliani, and it does not go well for him. Take a listen to this.
4: Judges ruling that there's inadequate evidence. Uh, to support the sweeping claims that you are making and repeating here tonight and the unprecedented relief that you are seeking. Yesterday, we learned that U.S. Attorney General William Barr has similarly found no evidence whatsoever of widespread irregularities that are worth investigating. If our local clerks, state and federal judges across the country, and the highest ranking law enforcement official in the United States cannot find any substance to or any merit in any of your arguments, why should we? Why should we sit here in this show that you are partaking in and taking around the country if no one has found any evidence whatsoever of any of your wrongdoing? And why should we not believe the reported uh, attempts of you to try to seek a pardon from the president?
3: What, what was the last part? Uh, that last part is not You're attempting to, to seek a election. pardon, so why is this not part of
1: that? Well, I, I will, I will. I will ask that he be, he be disciplined for that. First of all, first of all, hold on. Let first of all, what he said is untrue. Second, that is a that is a defamation of my professional character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said You reported. allow that? Do you allow that to happen in your legislature?
3: As I said, yeah, I said reported. Uh, as I said, Representative, let's keep it limited to the germane issue here. So, uh, just for, just Mr. Giuliani, let me ask the question. Just for the record, for the the record we, haven't,
1: we haven't lost 39 cases. We've only brought three. So you're wrong about that. Second, the reason, why, the reason why people are reaching those conclusions is because, like you, they don't have the discipline, maybe the intelligence, I don't know, to read through this. To read this. And to read 20 more like it. You can't tell me there's no evidence when I have a couple of thousand affidavits from people. You can't tell me that your credibility is better than the credibility of those people. They swore under oath. You didn't.
4: Mr. And you seem very, very free to lie. Mr. Giuliani, I'm just hoping hoping to get an answer to the other questions about Mr. Barr and others who have disproven. I gave you
1: the uh, answer point of order. The answer that I gave you is they didn't bother to interview a single witness just like you. They don't want to know the truth. Well, you probably know the truth. I'm worried about their not wanting to know the truth.
0: Thank you. And that. I mean, total body slam by Giuliani and that smarmy legislator up there. I mean, that was just a smarmy, smarmy move on his part. And I think what's interesting is a couple of things out of that clip uh, outside of this. You know, it it tells you, it shows you exactly what the Democrats are doing and what they try to do. They try to, they, they try to smear you. They try to, um, uh, dox you, uh, character assassinations. This is what the left does because they have to knock your credibility down in order to get people not to believe you. They, because the truth will come forward and that's what they're afraid of. But a couple of things out of that is Rudy Giuliani saying that they haven't brought 30 plus lawsuits. They brought three. And he's right about that. And now there may have been another one filed since then. I think there was in Wisconsin. But There's been lawsuits brought by other parties. So Rudy Giuliani has said in the past, it's about getting the right lawsuit to the Supreme Court. And the left, what they're trying to do is they're trying to uh, taint the whole process by telling you all these lawsuits that the Trump brought uh, have been laughed out of court, as they like to say. And it's just simply not true as Rudy Giuliani says. So total, total, total smackdown. And I got to tell you, it's awesome that uh, Giuliani did that because the left is out of control. They are absolutely the most disgusting group of people I have ever witnessed in my life. And that, that hearing yesterday, that was the sense of it. Now, the, the chairman, I mean, he tried his best to keep control. But since the left was there, that's why you saw the fireworks that you saw, how, the types of fireworks that you saw in the Michigan hearing. Because in the Pennsylvania hearing uh, and in the Arizona hearing, the left decided not to show up yeah so but in this case they were in chambers the left showed up and they thought they would get points and it did not end well for them all right well let's uh, move on then we're gonna um, go to the second segment of the pbl broadcast today uh last thing on this particular one is you know we had the hearings or having hearings going on in Georgia now. Yesterday, there was a rally that was put on by Lynn Wood, the Atlanta lawyer who is um, spearheading some of the fraud charges here in uh, Georgia, as well as Sidney Powell was there. And I watched some of it. And, you know, it was a typical, typical, typical rally. And that's all it was, was a rally. There wasn't anything as far as any newsworthy that came out of it. It was the same stuff that we've already heard. But since then, Breitbart, has decided to go after Lynn Wood. Uh, here's a headline from Breitbart Records. Lynn Wood has for decades voted for, donated to Democrats, including Barack Obama and David Perdue. Now, I'm not going to get into this fight because um, here's why. One is uh, Lin Wood, he is saying something that I absolutely do not agree with. And one of the things that he's been going around saying is that Republicans sh- should not vote in the upcoming runoff election for the Senate seats that are, he, uh, that are open here in Georgia. I, I disagree with that. I, I could not disagree with it more. I emphatically disagree with it. I've been saying it on the show that if you, are a resi- you reside in the state of Georgia, you yes, absolutely get out and vote. No, what Linwood is saying, because Lawler and Purdue, the Republican senators running in these runoffs, uh, because they haven't been in the forefront of this Georgia election fraud fight that you should not vote and you should sit down and you should not give them your support. Send the message. I disagree with that. I cannot tell you how much I disagree with that because the, the left cannot cannot get control of the Senate. It, they must not get a control of the Senate. So Breitbart, I guess, feels pretty strongly about that too and came out with this total hit piece. I mean, it's a pretty big hit piece on Lynn Wood. And yes, he has supported... Democrats in the past, but he's also supported Republicans in the past, and he came back on a Twitter feed talking about all of the um, money that he spent uh, on Republicans, et cetera, et cetera. So I don't want to get in between that fight, but here's what's happening: uh, Linwood is way off saying that. He just, he, I just, can't, again, I can't disagree with it as much, enough. The left is now using this. The left is coming out and. Saying the same message. In fact, here in Georgia, a left-wing group has paid for a billboard, basically saying the same thing Linwood has done. So, what Linwood has done in this rhetoric is he's opened up the door of the left because they don't have ideas on their own; they can't think for themselves. So they've glommed onto this as, "Hey, uh, you're—he's right." So now they're pretending to be conservative and sending the same message as Linwood. Is sending so I say to you, if you do reside in the state of Georgia, that please, please do vote, vote Republican, January fifth for the two senators, Kelly Loeffler and David Perdue. Uh, I'm in the coming days. I'm going to start talking about this Senate race a lot more, and I'll expose the far left radical ideals of the. Democrat candidates, John Ossoff and Raphael Warnock, the, Warnock especially. Warnock is a radical, radical, I mean, a far left-wing frothing-at-the-mouth radical. Uh, Ossoff is just an empty suit. He's just paid to play. He's, he's a nothing. And you put Ossoff in the Senate, he's just going to follow the party lines. Probably won't even uh, have much legislation or anything come out of him. He's just, again, an empty suit. But Warnock? Warnock is a problem. Warnock is just a far left radical. One last thing, and we'll end this segment and get on to the next one is Paul Gosser. Uh, Paul Gosser put a series of tweets out that I want to share with you. And he is a congressman from Arizona's 4th district. And in his tweets, uh, he talked about an audit that they just did. Uh, they did an audit sampling of 100 votes. And out of that, they came out with 3% issues. Here, here, I'll just read his Uh, Tweet thread, his Twitter thread here. Uh, Number one, this three percent came from a court order review of 100 random ballots to see if there was fraud. Now that three percent of the ballots were deemed fraudulent, a larger audit will be ordered. Now, a little background on that: it turns out that three percent of the votes cast in a 100-count vote sampling were tainted, and they found that these three, there are three percent of the votes, and again, out of 100, that's just going to be three. uh, These three percent, the votes or actually, I said, yeah, out of 100, it's going to be three. Uh, These 3% of the votes were bad, and they had to be tossed. So if overall 3% are bad out of this one sampling, that's all this is, hundred, a sampling of 100. So it could be more, it could be less. That's how statistics or how samplings work. But let me finish off. Paul Gossner's thread. Number two, the audit found one Trump vote arbitrarily excluded, another Trump vote struck and then fraudulently added to Biden. It was struck and then fraudulently added to Biden. Total fraud averaging 3%. Biden margin of fraud less than 0.05%. That's in Arizona. Thus, if 3% fraud rate remains on larger sample, Trump easily wins Arizona. So, they're going to do. He's. They're going to do a larger audit. A larger audit will be ordered. So, if that three percent sampling stays in Arizona, by the time it's done, Trump wins. Um, Biden leads in Arizona. And yeah, I know it was certified by 0.05. so less than half a percent. Biden is leading in the state of Georgia. So, if three percent in a hundred ballot sampling was fraud uh this quite possibility that arizona could be turned back or turned over to trump uh arizona went red last time It's traditionally a red state but it has gone purple i'll fully admit arizona has gone wishy-washy so but that is one of the paths of victory for trump is not to Flip every state, not to prevent every state from going to the electoral college, but just enough. So, recap Wisconsin, uh, the the numbers are 20, you know, Biden leads by 20,000. I believe there's like over 100,000 questionable, I think it's 180,000. I may be wrong about that number. That the Trump administration, after the recount, says we have questions about these. Now, that has to go to court in order to, to toss those ballots. All they got to do is toss 20,000. Trump gets Wisconsin. Uh, you go to Pennsylvania. Right now, the state legislatures are asking that they get in charge of casting the electoral votes. That means they would be Republican because the state legislature is majority Republican in the state of Pennsylvania. Here in the state of Georgia, uh, again, I th- believe the number is like 10,000 12,400 votes, something like that so we've got where the recount's not done here because well, again Fulton County but in Fulton County by the way there there's there could be immense amounts of votes that'll be turned over if they can find the fraud but I don't you know don't know where they're at because they're not done but again there are Thousands. I saw one article where there uh, is one group, the Amistad group, that has found 40,000-plus votes in Georgia that should be tossed from irregularities in ballots, uh, absentee ballots. And that's going through the process. So, again, we only need 12,600. Yes, we, I'm a part of the conservative side. And then you go to Michigan. Now, Michigan's a taller order because Michigan it was almost 140,000 votes for Biden. But if Pennsylvania... Uh, Georgia, Wisconsin, Arizona turns. uh, I believe that President Trump has enough votes to win the election. And in fact, he would with just Georgia, Michigan, and Wisconsin. He'll have 284 electoral votes. So there are paths to victory here for Donald J. Trump. The left doesn't want you to know that. In fact, they want you to just shut up and sit down, let the president-elect fake president-elect become our president because well, just because 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 we're we're Democrats and we know better than you and uh, even though we're useful idiots and vote for these people, we have no idea that the Democrats will destroy the country. we just know we're right because we you're evil because remember the way the left thinks is that you are evil. The right thinks the left is wrong. The left thinks the right is evil. Hey, thanks for listening to this segment of the PBL Podcast. I know it got a little long-winded, but this is like important stuff, ladies and gentlemen. There's a lot going on, and I can't wait to hear what comes out of the Georgia hearings. And uh, this is going to be another bombastic day, I'm sure. We got 11 days until the Electoral College meets and we may know then, we may know not we may not know then, but we got eleven days from the time I'm recording this. Thank you again for listening to this episode of the PBL Podcast Politics and brown liquor please do subscribe to our media channels if you're watching this on youtube and you have not subscribed yet and you know if you're a leftist who's watching it on youtube you want to subscribe because you want i mean come on you love this stuff you want you i'm an idiot right you call me all kind of names this way it kind of you can see everything that i do and you can kind of blast me in the comments because i always reply back i love replying back to you guys so please subscribe subscribe my youtube channel if you're not on youtube i understand i'm also on rumble Subscribe to me on rumble but subscribing on the youtube helps moving us up in the algorithm and we're we're doing we're moving forward ladies and gentlemen the curve is going up uh if you are listening to this on apple itunes please do give us five star rating and subscribe as well too again life is not the matrix it's an algorithm and the tech unless they change their algorithm outright can't turn that tide let's fight back by using them at their own game and the algorithm. Thanks again for listening to this episode of PBL Podcast Politics and Brown Liquor.